Welcome to the 29th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the Bernie Sanders to my strokes, Brandon Gross. Did he have a... St- oh, okay. I thought you meant he had a stroke. I was like, has Bernie <laughs> Sanders had multiple strokes? Oh, no. oh, my God. You scared me. I don't want the, the burn. I don't want to feel the burn feel that in kind a of negative burn. way. That's a bad burn. Nobody wants to that's feel that. Burn. Burn. No, that's I, uh, a bad burn. No, that's a skin I fa- graft I style famously, burn. Uh, I famously look at everything in my bedroom, and I forgot I had a Bernie Sanders The Strokes concert poster from February Did of last year. Did you go to that? Um, I didn't go to that, no, but I was like trying to buy something on his website so I could donate with while also getting something in return. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I bought that. That's classic you. You go to an orphanage, and you, you want to give a kid a candy bar, but only if the kid punches you in the face yeah <laughs> you, know you like me. pain i don't know no you're doing good i think you're doing good there um yeah so Too I got, elaborate i got that i have to get a frame for it and i've had it for over a year at this point i got it in the middle of like deep uh quarantining when i was just like had government money and was trying to support people that i liked and yeah so i got it was a new hampshire primary get out the vote concert rally and the strokes friends of the pod famous friends of the pod they we do talk about them a lot i don't know i haven't not i'm gonna see them in a few weeks in concert but i haven't listened to them in a while but we do talk about them and julian casablanca's noted mets fan uh, once a week with regularity with regularity the strokes is this it album their 2001 debut record is like my favorite I'm moving or I'm building furniture or I'm doing some menial task <laughs> that I need good music on in the background to have. And that's just that's also like fast pace kind of keeps you going. Um, that's my go to for that. That's my go to for that, that. album's got to only be like 28 minutes. though. It's a right? short jam and they cut a couple songs off of it famously. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great record. I mean, we've already had this conversation. Best debut records of all time. So uh, we don't need to get back down on that record on that uh, that conversation. Uh, but path. did you see, though, that so Pitchfork recently Pitchfork the the publication music publication they adjusted some of their ratings for past albums you saw that i did see this i did see they this. did that for room on fire because i think initially they gave it like a six you know they're they always have ridiculous yeah, arbitrary ratings it was like 6.4 but they bumped it up to like a nine or something like that whoa they were like you know what we thought it sounded too much like the first album but on a second listen this one actually has choruses, and it's not its not that bad. That's so um, funny. That's so funny. Yeah, they did that with a yeah. lot of stuff. They, like, went back and rewrote a bunch of reviews, and it's like, you know, pitch, half of Pitchfork is just, like, it's like hipsters BuzzFeed. They're just saying shit for clicks. Like, they gave the Greta Von Fleet. Is that the name of that band? Greta Von, yeah. Greta Van Fleet. They, uh, not my favorite band by any stretch of the imagination, but they gave them a 0.0 for their album. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, I saw it, and I read it recently because for some reason – I I kept getting uh, on Instagram. I kept getting promotions or something what? for Greta Van Fleet shit. Wild. For some reason, there was like a couple weeks. I think I accidentally followed a Greta Van Fleet fan page <laughs> by accident, and I don't like them at all. In fact, I kind of agree with Pitchfork's review. They're biting, and commentary. it is one of the funniest reviews I've ever read. I highly recommend it. We'll post it up on our page. Well, Why not? We're get, getting into the off Listen, season. we'll post it on their page. Yeah, we are getting deep into the off season to the point where you and I are just going to be talking nonsense for four or five months. We uh, <laughs> we were we were doing a little off season potential discussion before this podcast, and I think we're going to be reading some horny baseball novels. Brandon, who's excited? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a. We found out recently there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of novels out there. That you know, you see them. Maybe your grandma or your mom has them on on their nightstand. They're the shirtless cowboys. Yes, and it says like Love Ranch or something <laughs> like that. You know, 
but we're, there's a there's a baseball iteration yes, of that. Yes, a subset and of these all, novels that are all baseball-themed. That's right. Some of our favorite titles are, was it tw- uh, Switch, uh, Hitter? Switch Hitter? Switch Hitter was one of my favorites, yeah. Uh, hold on, I think I sent you a text about it. I can bring it up. Foolish Baseball tweeted about it, and that's why we were going over it, because we were looking for some uh, some off-season content, and we, were, we found it. So here's, here's a couple of the better names from the Foolish Baseball tweet about it. We got The Locker Room, Switch Hitter, uh, the grumpy player next door. Okay, Brandon, that kind of catches my eye a little bit. He's sexy, but he's grumpy, and he's a player next door. That's very funny to me. Um, the dugout, <laughs> take that for what you want. <laughs> um, I got, I got that's Stealing out. Home, which is honestly not a great name for a Roman. It doesn't, that sounds like borderline no. violent. And the strikeout, beyond mm-hmm. the bases, yeah, there's some very funny ones. So we really got to just take a look at this and see if we can find some funny thing. I mean, you and I haven't finished a book since 2018, so this might be a big ask of us. But. <laughs> hey, don't drag me into this. I finished a book in 2020, okay? Ooh, okay. Care to share? What book? Uh, I finished eight. I did like, I think I did eight books in 2020. Wow, so I, I could much. say. I could say I'm well read, you know, and last year I was, this year not as much, but you know, I'm doing a podcast now, so I'm busy. <laughs> All of your free time that you, uh, you used to read, now you do podcasting. Now I do about, podcasting. About not reading anymore, so I mean, I mean kind of still cool, right? True, yeah. That, yeah. At least I admit it. Uh, you know what's funny to me is how you said we're deep into the off season. When in reality we're not. <laughs> no, not at all. For us, no. we are because we're because the Mets and Marlins seasons have been over for a solid month at least yes. at this point. So yes, to an extent, we're deep into the off season, but really we're very early in the playoffs still. I know, and it's it's a weird place to be because it, it just has. I've not that I stopped watching Marlins games. I continue to watch Marlins games, but the 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 moment, like I guess, the passion or like the motivation behind it was different. I was watching to see the young guys that were getting called up and how they were developing. And, and uh, yeah, it's felt over for a while. I've been reading, like, off-season, like, what are the Marlins going to do this off-season article? So, like, you know that the season's coming to an end when that kind of stuff comes up. But it's total out, like, BS rumors. now, too, right? Because it's like oh, yeah. no one's making moves because also there's still eight teams or something in it. So, I don't know. We got time. Yeah. We got time. Uh, so now it's just conjecture and bullshit. Conjecture, bullshit. Also, we went from – I was talking to you about this, but we went from, like – watching they're having to at least pay vague attention to 25 games a week to watching three games a week and having to talk about them and so i was making the rundown this week on coming up with some prep for the pod and i was like i don't know what we're going to talk about for 45 of these minutes after the 15 minutes of braves brewers talk is done what are we doing brandon we're screwed well imagine what's going to happen if i i mean i, I feel like the braves are going to win the series against the brewers but yes imagine if the braves don't and then we got to go through the championship <laughs> series screwed. and the World Series uh, with no NLEs content. The whole the whole niche is like, hey, we're doing a, we're doing a, a podcast on Scorsese films, and we're like, yeah. uh oh, they they wiped all the Scorsese films from ever, from the world, or we watched them all. Now what? <laughs> yeah, we watch, yeah or that, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think that's very funny. Also, we. We, we didn't really put a ton of planning into the idea of this podcast. It was mainly just the, you're a Mets fan, I'm a Marlins fan. I don't <laughs> think there's divisional podcasts out there, so we could be the first one. Um, and didn't think about how the fact that, in an ideal world, best case scenario, two of the five teams are in the playoffs and <laughs> maybe make it around. I don't even know how that would work. Um, but in reality, it was going to be one of these teams, and if they got eliminated, we're, we're, our season's cut short by about three weeks. <laughs> hey, things are cooking. We'll be okay. I believe in us. If not, horny romance novels. That's what I'm that, saying. What if we can just turn the whole podcast into that? What if we get really into it? And That'd just be like, so funny. It's I a, wonder. Sorry, no. Please, please, please. I was gonna say it's it's a uh, it's a book club for horny baseball novels. There's got to be a niche for that somewhere. 
I, there's probably a niche for like you know how there's the the two dudes that do Gilmore guys, just like guys yeah. that watch Gilmore for the first mm-hmm. Gilmore girls for the first time, and like there's got to we could be the podcast that like reads like like pulpy like horny novels <laughs> horny romance yeah. novels or like and then just like talk about it like two idiot straight white dudes with our bad takes on it there's gotta be there's something there brandon maybe we are half a baseball podcast half a horny book podcast i don't uh, know i'll do a poll on our twitter and i'll say hey if we transitioned into just being a horny horny baseball book podcast would yes. you guys like that yes um, it'll be you and me voting on it brandon <laughs> <It'll be> okay <laughs> the well. same amount Billy the Marxist, shout out to Billy the Marxist. He'll vote on it. Uh, after that, though, Brandon, we're running out of we're running out of things. We've <laughs> lost our friends right. because because all of our friends are Marlins fans and they're all done. That's the other thing we were talking about is our our listenership is like dropped twenty percent, twenty five percent, maybe even more because the Marlins have been eliminated for how long? Like we peaked with the Jeremy Taché interview, and then it's been like not all downhill from there. But there's there's been ups and downs. You know what I mean? Ups and downs. Hey, congrats to Jeremy Taché. I saw on the social meds that he got engaged. I think. Yeah, shout out to Jeremy. Big big ups to Jeremy. Well, maybe we'll even give you a little uh, feature feature fan shout out. Give you a come first, back to us, the- Jeremy. Please, you were the only time we were good. <laughs> what if we give? What if we're like you know that uh, Dane Cook movie with Jessica Alba? Good luck, Chuck. Oh yeah, like, dude. What uh, where it was like anytime Dane Cook slept with a woman, then she would get married to the next man that she was with. What mm-hmm. if we're like that with podcasts, where somebody comes on our our podcast and guests, and then any after they go on another <laughs> even, podcast, they get engaged. even if Jeremy's like, I've been dating my girlfriend way before I knew you guys <laughs> for six years. Okay, we just only target people that have. I mean, Dylan was on. Dylan is has children and is married. He, so yeah, but ne- you know what? Another child just showed up in his house the next day. That's weird. So. I didn't even adopt. My wife wasn't yeah. pregnant. I don't know how this it's happened. Crazy. Um, that is very funny. I know we're uh, we're getting to the age, Brandon. We both. I mean, I've been to two weddings in the last month. Like this is happening. You know, what? I still no, no one. Uh, I think maybe it's my friends. I don't know. I have not been to any friends' weddings at all. I mean, I, I you know, I mean, we'll see. TBD. All, all of the friends I know that got married were people that were like careerists and not creatives. Men like were focused. Like a thing, lot of our friends are creatives yeah. and have no interest in settling down and this and like have, living a traditional. Traditional life. I've got to um, follow my dreams first. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to become jaded first, and then I'll get married. <laughs> I'm going to be bitter and poor first. <laughs> I thought I wanted to get married, but first, how can I hate the one thing I always loved? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I think true. that has a lot to do with it, because all the people that I know that got married like have careers and like can buy a house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, make money. That's another thing, though, is like, when you're doing what we've done or are still doing, you don't have the ability to make a ton of money. So you don't want to get married. You don't want to get engaged. We, like, we say that, yet you and I both have salary <laughs> jobs now. Like we say that, but like we're not. Listen, we're not just in it for the art. We're not just like you know living off of paint chips and and uh, and whatever and yeah, frozen ramen. burritos. All right. Yeah. So I uh, I went from like uh, you know how you go to uh, weddings and this happened to Miranda and I a lot and they're like so who's next and they look at you and it's like <laughs> oh god I want to. I don't want to shoot myself, um, but it started to do that at work now. Where like, I'll be like, and you're probably going to go to law school, right? And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this is uh, not the pressure that I want to have on me right now. Uh, I can this little baby's going to go to law school. Hmm? <laughs> hey, I'll be the only law student slash podcaster for baseball reading horny novels in the entire world, Brandon. I'll have really cornered that niche market. Hey, that's good. And then you can get a billboard on on the road that says. 
What? You get into an accident while reading a horny <laughs> baseball novel? Call me. <laughs> I can represent you. Are you getting divorced from a baseball player? <laughs> <Let me. laughs> I think your name would be Sam. He can. He yeah. Can, he can get you off the hook. Did you kill someone in your car while you were reading a horny <laughs> baseball novel? <laughs> Did you accidentally commit manslaughter behind a view? Yeah, we got a lot of options there, Brandon. I um, what was I gonna say? I I have like a pretty basic name though. Like it's it's always like blah 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 blah. Like uh, for like law firms, I know that was a really poor description of what I was talking about, but it'd be like like the famous Florida one, Morgan, Morgan, and Morgan, or Morgan mm-hmm. two or three. I don't know how many there are, but like I I don't think Clark is a good billboard lawyer name. Also, I don't think the law that I would be practicing. God. I think I think you'd have to go Sam. Yeah, hey, it's me. It's, it's Uncle lawyer, Sam. Sam. It's oh, it's, Uncle Sam. Should I be a federal lawyer then? Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 okay, working. all right. I uh, all right. Should we just get into it? I know we we're we're, we're gonna get into it. We're bullshitting a little bit longer because of the lack of baseball content on this week's episode. But listen, that's what happens when you like uh you have full jobs and lives, and then we'll have to watch only three baseball games in a year. You know what I mean, Brandon? A week. Once that's again, once again, very funny because we have the playoffs. We're really acting like it's like <laughs> early February. I know, and we're just like already sick of it. But actually, no, we're we're having a good time, Brandon. Ooh, Rays three five in the bottom of the sixth. Oh, little comeback, Rays. Little comeback, Rays. All right. So up on this week's episode, we're going to be talking a recap of the playoff series that are not in the NL. We're going to be talking about the upcoming series and the predictions of what may happen all across the league. We'll get into our 60-second stories, our DeGrom of the Week, Feast or Famine, and Feature Future Fans. But, Brandon, before we get into all of that, let's talk this Braves-Brewers series, my friend. Braves are up 2-1 to one in the series, won the last two games. Brewers won game one, just 2-1. to one. It's been a pretty low-scoring series so far. How have you been feeling about it? Well, yeah, it's kind of what we predicted, too. I mean, it's starting pitching heavy, but the thing that is separated the Braves and the Brew crew so far has been Max Freed and Ian Anderson. And Ian Anderson mm-hmm. surprises people. I know I think he only uh, pitched five or six innings today. Yeah. We're recording on Monday night. Um, but he surprised people. I mean, he basically, uh, you know, you weren't sure what you're going to get because he had such an up and down year. But, I mean, he Peralta was pulled early for a pinch hitter because the Brewers are just straight up not scoring. Uh, just not. But yeah, Ian Anderson pitched great today. Max Reed was phenomenal, continued his September, um, and Charlie Morton was solid in the in the loss as well uh, to the Brewers. But yeah, I mean, it's a low-scoring affair, um, but the Braves have just been able to get those timely homers like Jock Peterson's three-run dong today. Dong, baby. Bro, Jock Peterson's like post-game quotes, too, were really great. He was wearing yeah. like, a, like a pearl necklace. Pearl Did necklace. you see that? Yeah, yeah. What was that about, dude? Pearl necklaces, well, are, they, are they in? Well, they asked him, and what did he say? He, he goes, because I'm a bad bitch. Yeah, something is like it, that. Isn't and it, it and weird? Because it's I never thought he was a cool guy on the Dodgers. Like I, like no. when I saw him on the Dodgers, I thought he was like scared. He looked like right. He looked yeah, like a dude. little like like scared little. And he also uh, he has like classic boy. yeah chubby cheeks like baby fat all over him. Like it's very funny that he's like trying to act like Eminem with his fucking blonde hair, bleach blonde hair now, and being like a badass when we're like I don't know. I've seen you before. And, you never and also Snickers been like keeping him on the bench like he's come up he hit yeah. a home run in the 3-1 loss in the morton series mm-hmm. um and he hit a three run homer today off the bench as well so he basically he's accounted for i think like 50 percent of the braves runs right pretty <laughs> insane yeah pretty insane he also is he's hitting i mean i think is he he's not i don't think he's our oh no he is whatever we'll get into some stats anyways but he's he's a bat in a thousand he's been pinch hit or he's he's pinch hit three times this series and he's gotten a hit all time so like hottest player in baseball right now Brandon. yeah i know some braves players are actually calling for for him to start uh, and they're a little really? disappointed that snicker hasn't uh put him out there um but i guess that would be instead of duval Rosario 
probably Rosario, right? So being yeah, you'd assume so. Rosario. So Duvall's been playing center field again too. I don't know if you saw that, and like he did that a few times with the Marlins this year, and was like surprisingly good defensively. And then they move him to right, I think, uh, uh, later in games, right? I think they I think they call right field his primary position. It's right or left, obviously one of the corner outfields. But yeah, he's been playing pretty good center field. He played a lot of uh, a lot of both corner outfielders outfields for the Marlins. So um, yeah, and he's been pretty good too. He's been pretty consistent. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I think he had a good game today. I think tomorrow. Uh, so game four is tomorrow. Braves are up two to one. Yes. Um, I think they're not going to start uh, Burns tomorrow. The Brewers council said. I saw that, dude. What's that about? I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess they're trying to. They would like him to do Game Five in Milwaukee, ideally. That makes but sense. it's like, don't you want to? You need to. You need to win tomorrow. You gotta get there. And <laughs> you gotta it, get to Milwaukee before you start planning on who's pitching there. Is Morton pitching a uh, for Game That's Four? That's a good question. I'm assuming so, but I don't know. Probably. I, I mean, know. I think if you're the Braves, you don't want to go back to Milwaukee. No, and you would take that extra game or what would have been Game Five as an extra day of rest, and then you know. Get everybody yeah. back to 100. percent Yeah, Charlie Martin was looking good though. His curveball was mean. I don't. There's a statistic here, Brandon. Do you want to read the stats or our stats guy? Our ERA. Oh stats. yes, yes. So uh, <laughs> I'm. A, I read stats. Hi, I read stats. <laughs> I Remember, I read, I read. Sam stats. doesn't read. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Kevin uh, McAlpin on Twitter, he said that Charlie Morton, Max Fried, and Ian, Ian Anderson have combined for 17 innings pitched. Nine hits, two earned runs, one walk, and 24 strikeouts through the first three games against the Brew Crew. That's a 1.06 ERA. That's good. That's, that's really, really good. good. Hashtag Braves is what Kevin said. Um, he also did say that's good. That's really good. Brandon's not just yes, saying I'm that. Yes, I'm not just saying own. that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's funny. They Brewers pitching has obviously pitched really well, um, but the Braves just been a little better. And as we know in the playoffs, if you can get those top three boys pitching well, Yes. I don't know. We can see where this goes, but I mean, it, it's, it has to be exciting for the Braves to be at this point because I know they had to be a little worried facing the Brewers' top three. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you have to be. Those are the best start three starting pitchers. They had, the, what, the the best combined war they're starting pitching. We said that stat yesterday the, or last week. The rotation had the like most war out of any five-man yeah. rotation in the league. So, yeah. like, yeah, they're up there, if not just the best three pitchers to, to face. And, like, Woodruff is the one that gave up the three runs. Everybody else has pitched shutout for uh, Peralta and um, and Burns have pitched shutout uh, outings. Uh, six innings, I think, for both. Maybe five for well, Peralta. Peralta they five they for pulled Peralta, right? after the fifth. Yes, um, because they needed offense. I think they got second and third one out against Anderson, and they pinch hit for him. Yeah, um, today. And obviously they need to because the Brewers have just straight up not been hitting. I mean, basically as predicted, <laughs> they just are just. Absolutely it's terrible. Yelich only has two hits, I think. Colton Long has one hit. Lorenzo Cain, one hit. Lorenzo Cain also had that run in with the wall today. I don't know if Dude, you did that. you see that? Yeah. He, like, lowered a shoulder. I thought he was going to explode. Um, but the Brewers starting pitching also, I know we, went, we read the stat about the, the Morton Freed Anderson um, rotation, mm-hmm. but the, the Brewers starting pitchers have also pitched 17 innings pitched and have only allowed three earned runs as opposed to the Braves' two earned runs. Um, so it's not like they've been performing poorly. Uh, I've been pretty impressed with the Braves bullpen. Honestly, it seems like they've uh, they've kind of come into their own. I know that was a, a, a positional weakness for them throughout the season. It seemed like, frankly, yeah. Um, I mean, Will Smith in game uh, game two. Excuse me, when when the Braves won, was the final score was it was it uh, it was two to one Brewers two to one. Yeah, yeah. didn't didn't he put the first two runners on? 
I think Will so. Smith, I think, think so. Yeah. First two runners on, and, you're, and as a Braves fan, you had to be like, oh, this is it. This is like this season, is season ender almost, because if they go yeah. 2-0 back to Atlanta, like, um, but yeah, uh, Will Smith was managed to get out of it. I think he got a nice double play, um, and he pitched really well today. I think one, two, three inning. Um, Dude, yes. And that had on. to be the, the scariest person at, coming out of the Braves bullpen for sure. But yeah, they've been solid, and I know that that was a much of a... Uh, uh, a point of contention for the uh, the Braves fans. Scariest as in he's going to most likely call you a name, Brandon. What? <laughs> he's a jerk, Brandon. We know this. Will oh, Smith yeah, confirmed right. you, you have asshole. a vendetta against him because he was mean to the Marlins. Yes, he was not mean to the Marlins. He was mean to my boy, Jesus Sanchez, dude. The nicest Marlin in the world. He's got the smile. He's got this, the best smile in the entire world. Come on, how can you not like Jesus Sanchez? He also was. I know. I'm about to rant for about the same thing for the fourth episode in a row, but he wasn't <laughs> even pimping that bad. Come on, Will Smith, get your shit together, dude. You say he has a nice smile. Would you say that Jesus Sanchez could be the star of a sexual baseball book? Ooh, what would that be called? Uh, I got nothing good, and I'm um, not good at coming up with stuff on uh, the spot. But. Wait, wait. Uh, Jesus, take me home. Ooh, okay. Jesus take the wheel. Jesus take my wheel. Jesus take. I'm trying to think baseball though too. So it's yeah, hard to that's combine true. The yeah, not the Carrie Underwood songs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I fell in love with a fish. Mm, uh, Jesus in the outfield instead of angels in the outfield. Oh, that's good. Okay, I like that. Okay, all right. But, but he's Jesus though. Also, so I know. Yeah, Jesus in the outfield. Yeah. <laughs> it, we'll 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 come up with something. We got we've come up with restaurant names. We've come up with everything on this podcast, Brandon. We can come up with sexy Jesus Sanchez. Not our best theme. marketing. <laughs> Not our best marketing. Uh, but yeah, the Brewers' offense has just been incredibly stagnant. Like they had um, two runs in the first game, no runs in the last two, and our boy Peter Appel. You know who that is, right, Brandon? From Just Baseball? PD Ape. That's what PD I call Ape. him. <laughs> That's what you call it. He's <laughs> like, a don't call uh, me that. <laughs> good friend of Friend of the Pod, R.M. Layton, um, who we uh, we had a great chat with uh, What right around the Home Run Derby All-Star break-ish area, mm-hmm. right? Right after, yeah. Uh, but he had a great tweet giving us a little context of this Brewers uh, stagnant offense and said that they are 0 for 16 with runners in scoring position. That's insane. That is a guaranteed Brutal. way to not win baseball games. Yeah, I mean, Yelich looks like a shell of himself, you know. Um, but as expected, and I think if the Braves do advance, playing either the Giants or the Dodgers, I do my prediction. I know we're going to get more into predictions. My prediction is I think they're going to get freaking creamed still. Yeah, dude, I think they'll get absolutely demolished. Um, I don't know if you heard that, but I think someone's playing like a steel drum below me right now. <laughs> <laughs> my floor is like vibrating, and I keep hearing does a it boom, s- boom, Does it sound boom, like Jimmy boom. Buffett? <laughs> No, no. It also doesn't sound like there's any sort of melody. It just sounds like they're hitting something, and I don't really know what's going on. Like my fo- my feet are vibrating under my feet or my uh, my floor right now. Really? No, I don't yeah. hear a thing. Okay, that's good. You I know, think, it's uh, funny. We're gonna export this podcast, and then it's just gonna sound like we're going to rock onto <laughs> over over our voices. How did that happen? I'm going to write this down just in case. But I I just can't believe you don't hear any of the weird noises that come out of like me recording in a new york city apartment i've done like ac units have been fine like anything under the sun has been fine you've been okay with it but for whatever reason um these microphone brandon i i don't blame i attribute it to my audio technical skills brandon i I'm agree it over here. you should have been an audio engineer you know if this I whole uh law thing doesn't work out hmm, audio yes. engineer think about it. yes i think that's a good idea i did look into internships to do like production stuff they're like engineering stuff for like studios and i did famously brandon interview for the ringer podcast uh production internship like five years ago 
You got Did that. I, tell you about that? I remember when you applied to it. I don't think you ever told me you got an interview for that. Yes, I got an interview for it, um, and I didn't get the job. And I also got interviewed by a, I forget his name off the top of my head, but um, later on in the Ringer's history, he got a uh, Bill Simmons had to uh, get a uh, what is a restraining order on him because he like started to act really erratic in the office and like making vague threats about people and like not sh- like showing up at weird hours and like really acting strangely and, and then he started threatening bill simmons and i, I think he had to get a restraining order dude that could have been you <laughs> that could have been me oh i would I'd, I'd kill to have a restraining order on me um that's funny but, you're, you're talking you're talking earlier about the uh steel drum because for some reason yes. on month it seems like it's only on mondays too during the day someone in the apartment across from me will is absolutely blasting like R and B music. No like I just way. Hear, I just hear like twelve p.m. Just hear like mother, mother. I'm just That's like, insane. dude. It is twelve on a Monday. Like a good song, but come on, <laughs> dude. Uh, this is not base. Okay, wait. First off, I'm gonna tag that story a little bit. Every single Saturday or Sunday morning, like ten a.m., music that's coming from the first floor of my apartment building. I'm on the sixth floor or fifth floor. Um, is like so loud I can hear it through closed wind. Like I also don't. Are you allowed? There's no way you're a loud music guy, right? Allowed like, what? Like music guy? Like you don't listen to your music loudly? No, 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 not really. I mean, I, I'll do it in my in the privacy. I'm not trying to disturb other people in a neighborhood like a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel the like fuck it. is that? <laughs> I, I'm like a guy that if I'm in a car with somebody else, I'm almost always turning their music down or asking them if they could lower it because it's too loud for me. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So you I'm can talk to them. Yeah, also, like, I want to converse with you. I don't want to, like, blast music. But I also, I just don't find it enjoyable to listen to music that loudly. Like, I don't, I can't imagine, like, absolutely blasting shit like that. You know what I mean? If you're fired up, you got those endorphins, you got the headphones in at the gym, you're lifting, <laughs> yeah, you know. you're lifting some, some serious weightage. Then, not you know, me, Maybe, but yes, maybe you bring it up a little bit, but not yes. too much. I'm not a music guy at the gym either. I'm a podcast guy. Really? Yeah, I'm a little bit of a freak. I, for somebody that is, is a musician and in a band hey, and makes and produce music, <laughs> I do not listen to music that much. <laughs> and I'm getting to that age where like, I wanted to listen to an album. I was taking the subway home, and I was like, I want to listen to a new record, and I don't even know where to turn. Well, you, I don't know you wh- recommend that Turnstiles record to me. Yes, that's true, yeah. Have I could have turned that yet. on. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be up your alley, but I'm more curious about what your opinion on it okay, is. Okay, I'll listen to it. Also, if you listen to this podcast and you listen to the Turnstile record, we know Spazzy probably did. But anybody else, give us a shout out. Let us know what's going on, please. Let us know. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? I feel pretty good about it. I think it's pretty great, Brandon. But um, All right, we should probably get moving on. Is there anything else you want to say about this Brewers Brave series? It's been a good series. It's always been low scoring and a little slow. But I do think the Braves are going to pull this off. Had a burp. <laughs> okay, I was like, "What's going on?" There? Had a burp. Sorry, everyone. You uh, you didn't think that uh, I'm you do think they're gonna pull it off? Also, I do. Though, I think they're gonna pull it off. Uh, I mean, I hope there's a game five, a Burns v. Freed game five in Milwaukee would be sweet. That'd be so great. Also, our prediction of Braves in five, Brandon's still on the table, so we're kind of still geniuses. on the table, so we're kind of geniuses. Yeah. So I mean, I do think either way, I think they're gonna get absolutely creamed by one yes. of the Dodgers or Giants, <laughs> yes. but 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 but. Um, I think the Braves should be very happy with their season in general. And Yeah, uh, I completely agree. I completely agree. I, I mean, also think it's interesting um, that our every other prediction I've made has been wrong. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that the Yankees would beat the Red Sox. I thought that the Cardinals would beat the uh, the Dodgers. And I thought that the Rays would win the World Series. And now they're losing in a must-win game. So They got two innings left. So let's see. Let's see what you can do, Brandon Lau. It's two innings. I thought it was three innings. No, I think they were out of the seventh already. 
Wow. Oh my yeah. God. That's insane. I have. I'm like as we record on Monday night. And you know, as you listen, you'll already know the outcome of of the game. But yes. Also, Gruden got fired, dude. Really? John Gruden. We were talking about this in the before the before the record, but he got caught saying some uh, heinous shit uh, through emails. They were coming through his emails after he made a like a a pretty racial remark, racist remark. I mean, um, and he got fired while we were recording the pod. Urban Meyer's like, thank God. Like, he's, <laughs> he's like okay, God bless. There's always the first coach fired bet, and I don't think any. I think Gruden would have been like plus five thousand. Like, I can't imagine what the odds would have been. And Brandon, you know what that means now, right? Plus five thousand. Uh, uh, that means uh, that means that if I bet a dollar, I would have gotten a five thousand dollars. Yeah, I think that sounds right to me, Brandon. Is that no, right? No, <laughs> bet a hundred dollars, you would have gotten five thousand. Okay, 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 hundred dollars. Okay, what do Come I know? On. I don't know how this works. I feel you. You are pretty dumb, Brandon. Anyways, moving right <laughs> you along. You don't read, and I don't do math. <laughs> I know the whole me not reading thing is going to be a big problem when we try to uh, record a podcast about a book. But we'll figure that out <laughs> when the time comes. Audiobooks exist for a reason. Do you think those like uh, romance horny audiobooks like? Do you think that they have like a sexy voiced narrator for when they uh, do the? Definitely right. They're probably like, like as he took off his baseball uniform, <laughs> I knew that he was going to be the one for me. There you go. Okay. So it turns out Brandon's an author. I had no idea that was the case. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, totally. And I do it perfectly. Like, are you hired? Do you do this? No, I don't I, uh, do this at all. I think, yeah, but wait, Brandon, we're doing ASMR right now. We're not about to do sexy <laughs> ASMR. We're really going to just find ourselves into a whole new niche that we want nothing to do with. But we, we should probably talk about the other playoff series this week. We've had a, a, a nice recap of a bunch of different uh, series I thought we'd go through. Um, First, foremost, the wild card play-in games. The the Yankees beating the or losing to the Red Sox, excuse me. Stanton should have had three homers in any other stadium, but he hit off the Green Monster twice and then finally went yard opposite field. Um. What did you think of that? Did you watch that series? I did. Well, I, you know, I don't think... Or that game? I think you're wrong, though. I don't think, actually, that Stanton would have had homers in other ballparks. I think it was only, like... I think it was nine ballparks that would have been a home run. In. I'm making assumptions based on how hard he hit the ball and how long it looked. I think they went, did one of the uh, the projections, and I think it would have only been a home run in nine ballparks. But did you see legendary Yankees broadcaster John Sterling... John Sterling? Yeah, John Sterling's call... No. On, on oh it. yes oh my god where <laughs> and he it's like, a, where he's like and it's gone he's like and then he saw stan just standing on first base first, right yeah he didn't even he goes, it what i do wrong <laughs> very funny very funny Amazing. that was great um and then the dodgers uh cardinals game ended with a walk-off a chris taylor walk-off brand chris not just a walk-off chris taylor uh I'm a big fan of, and actually he's one of the people that I hope that the Mets look into signing this year because I think he's a great and valuable player. He, I know he had a great season, and then I think he went in like a, what was like a 7 for 72 slump towards the end of the season, so he yes, wasn't playing much, right. right? Something along that those lines. Right. But yeah, great story, perfect baseball story. Um, but yeah, Dodgers, I mean, I, I thought the Cardinals were going to pull it off. I really did. I did I'm too, sure yeah. if you're a Dodge fan, you had to be sweating there, but I mean, their bullpen was just a little bit better than the Cardinals. Um, but yeah, well, the Dodgers and Giants series that has to be going game five, right? Dude, I know we're early still. So. I mean, it hasn't even started yet. It's one one right now. It's we're nine thirty. I think it's about to start. Okay, so we'll figure it out. But um, yeah, that's then that's the Dodgers Giants series is like by far. I think it's what's the statistic? It's the most wins combined between two game two teams in a NLCS or NLDS or whatever NLDS uh, in the history of baseball. What is it? The most combined that? wins most between two teams oh, in yes, an NLDS yes. series. And also, isn't it crazy how this is the first time the Dodgers and Giants have played each other in a playoff game? What? Really? First time. 
That's played each insane. other many times for like the pennant, like back in the day in like New York, Brooklyn versus New York Giants, Brooklyn yeah. Dodgers versus New York Giants. But but uh, of course San the Bobby Fran Thompson LA. home run. But San Fran LA is not. I mean, it makes sense though because up until what was it the nineties that or post late nineties that they only had one one team per. Uh, Oh, that's right. Winning. That's so it's right. just like there's one team in the West that was winning. That makes so, sense. So, and just happened that when the Giants were good, the Dodgers were average. Well, we love and, a rivalry yeah. series. We have a rivalry series, Brandon. We love those. Yeah, absolutely. Like the I mean, Red Sox game. It's almost upsetting that it wasn't in the NLCS because it would have been just a little bit more heated. Yeah, I know. But what are you going to do? Still heated. Um, what are you going to do? Still heated. Um, Yes, that has been a great series. And we have this Astros-White Sox series, which I'm going to just be completely uh, transparent. I have not watched much of that series at all. I know uh, well, Lance Lynn got hit up a little bit in the first game. Yeah, so I think the the uh, Astros struck out. So th- this is the interesting storyline there, if you missed it. So hmm, uh, Astros totally creamed the White Sox. I, I like saying creamed. Today, yeah, that's a so, good one. Yeah. <laughs> Astros totally creamed them. They creamed. Brandon, are you talking about the romance novel? Hey! Hey! <laughs> there's cream on second base that's the name of a <laughs> the name of a book um so yeah so oh. the astros uh creamed the white Sox in in houston but then last night the white Sox struck a little revenge on them and i think the astros struck out 16 times last night which Ooh. which caused the white Sox relief pitcher uh oh, yeah. ryan tapera right yes. is that he say his last name tapera yes. we're so tapera. bad with the what you know it's him and, and luis robert that we're always like is that how you say is it robert or robert <laughs> He's White Sox, Brandon. You can't keep him straight. Tony LaRusso. Tony um, LaRusso. 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 Um, He's French. But, yeah, so the, so Ryan Tapera. Tapera? Taparia. 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 <laughs> Bra- you know, in Europe, they have the brasseries. Uh, yes. Ryan Brasseria. Um, he said, he goes, oh, I know they do shady stuff over there, so maybe it's, you know, maybe it's weird that they struck out 16 times and then we're kicking our ass in the... First two games and Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker honestly has the best rebuttal. Where he goes, what he I had never even heard of this guy until oh he played God. the White Sox. The Don Draper butt line, so funny. I love that's uh, so good. I love. I honestly love Dusty Baker, and it gives me a little soft spot in my heart for the Astros. I know people is... don't like him as like an old school manager, but him versus Larusa, I'm taking Dusty oh, all you want day. Dusty all day. And if the I, uh... and the Astros win the World Series, I will be happy for him because he's not won one yet as a as a manager. I um. What was he going to say? I oh oh, this is what happens when you cheat, Brandon. Thank you, God. What a what an easy thought to have, and I couldn't. You even just think went of it. to space and you came back. For <laughs> it's it's like when you cheat. Now, if you ever do well, or uh, like there's any sort of discrepancy between home and away, like people are going to immediately assume that you're cheating again, or like not even assume, but just like have the ability to kind of like cause doubt on your performance. Yeah, absolutely, and I, and I think that's what they're going to carry around for quite some time, as long as Bregman and Correa might leave soon, but as long as Bregman and, and some of those other players from that team are, are still there, uh, yeah. Altuve. So, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. This will be interesting if the White Sox can win another one at home and then game five mm-hmm. back in Houston and Houston kicks their ass again. It's like maybe yeah. there's some, some validity to it. I don't know. I don't want to accuse the Astros of cheating again, especially with a new regime there, but uh, yeah. Andrew Vaughn, it looks like, hit a pinch hit home run. He's one of their big prospects, the White Sox prospects, one of their many oh, big yeah, prospects. Oh, yeah, that's right. I always, they, they have such a stacked uh, little core there in Houston, offensively, know, at least. Um, but they also have, what's his name? Uh, it looks like my, one of my personal favorites, Tim Anderson, also popped off. Three for six with two runs and an RBI. That's cool. We like that. And, and uh, like Luis that. Robert 
with one hit over five. That's not great, but yeah. So that's kind of what's been going around the league, Brandon. I uh, I don't really know what else to talk about. It's it's exciting. So, so like, what do you got? So so what are your remaining predictions here? So we got as we stand today, Monday night, Houston's up two one to the White Sox. Dodgers and Giants are tied one one as of right now, but later tonight. That'll go in, in one of their yes. favors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Sox maybe about to beat the Rays and eliminate them. Um, and then we have the, who am I missing? Oh, the Braves and Brewers, of course, as we already yes. discussed. So Braves, we already discussed. We think they're going to win the division. Red Sox, Rays, you have the Red Sox going to pull it off tonight. They're up 5-3 in the top of the eighth, I believe, as we feels record. Like the, feels like our Rays are going down, which sucks. Wanders looked great. Wanders had a, a really clutch home run and also made a couple of great defensive plays. Um, Rosarena also. Looks great. I know, dude. What, Mr. October? Um, but yeah, it feels like the Red Sox are going to go on in the in the other AL series. I think that the Astros go on, so we get an Astros Red Sox uh, series in which I have no, don't even want to actively root for any of those either of those teams. Just <laughs> like know. two teams, I have no interest in seeing go to the World Series. Dusty but, Baker, though, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to persuade mm, you on the yes. Dusty train and future Marlon Car- Carlos Correa. That's exciting. So sure, keep dreaming, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> but. uh and then on the NL side, I think the Giants beat the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers get out, knocked out. I think the Giants win. Yeah. Um, and then they clower the Braves. Dude, what a drag of a Final Four, honestly. And it's kind of upsetting because it's really – and I think it was our friend, uh, not to cite all of our friends today, but our friend Jaliev, I think he wrote this where he goes, wow, it's like the status quo again where it's the <laughs> same goddamn teams. I know. Of the last few years. Imagine if it's the Giants Red Sox, like a 2010s uh, throwback. That would suck. The Giants don't bother me because, I honestly, I guess if it's Giants, Red Sox, Astros, Braves, outside of divisional... Uh, divisional bias i think that the giants are the are the team that i'd probably be pulling for at that point because just because they had such low expectations going into the year yeah evan longoria is great buster posey fsu alum yeah so that's kind of we're talking betting if someone at the beginning of the season bet the giants to win the world series oh, they'd dude. be pretty you know and depends they how do much they bet year. they would be up baby they'd be up. okay if, if i bet a hundred dollars you're probably you're probably looking at a few grand right i i was thinking somewhere in the three to five thousand range yeah wow. i don't know if that's true or not but, wow, but if you put a thousand dollars you're in the thirty to fifty thousand dollar range Brandon. Ooh, if you have a little salary expendable in income <laughs> it's a salary in most places i think you're right um anyways brandon all right so what about you what do you think what are your predictions yeah so i think I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm holding my breath. I know once again, as you listen to this, people, you're gonna know the outcome of today's game. We might even get to that uh, before, uh, before the podcast is over. But I, yeah. I'm holding my breath for the Rays. But I do think the Red Sox will probably squeak it out. Um, Astros and White Sox. I would love for the White Sox to come back. I think, uh, but I think the Astros are a better team. I know the White Sox struggle against teams above 500 this year, actually, because they were in such a crap division. Um, Dodgers and Giants. I don't know. That's a tough one. But I That's feel like a hard you can't. One. That's the hardest one. You can't bet against the Giants because they held off the Dodgers the entire year. Yeah, and, I think you're right. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think – I guess I agree with you, but I'm going to hold my breath for the White Sox and the Rays. Yeah, uh, the Rays are currently – we're in the uh, bottom of the seventh. I don't think we're in the uh, – well, maybe my stream's far behind, but there's uh, two on, one out as Pete, Fair, Pete Fairbanks yeah, Fairbanks is up. Uh, Fairbanks looks like Tim Baltz. Are you familiar with the, the LA UCB guy, Tim Baltz? He's been on Comedy you're Bang Bang. You're going so specific here. He's been on, We've officially him? isolated everyone. <laughs> I tweeted it once. Oh, this on guy, yeah, from uh, from uncut from uh, from yes, from un- gemstones. righteous gemstones. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Like, that's hilarious. Also, I love that. Yeah, guy. he's so funny. He's he's one of my favorite Comedy Bang Bang guests. But he looks just like 
the relief pitcher for the Rays, Fairbanks. Like so That's much so. Funny. I tweeted it last year during the playoff run, and he liked it. So Tim Baltz and I kind of best friends. Friend of the pod, what? Tim Baltz, really? Brandon. Yeah, oh he my liked God. It, so. Oh, yeah, he does. That's funny. Isn't it weird? They just have the same eyes and same colored hair and stuff. But They do. They're white Tim guys. Baltz. They're white guys. Listen, Tim Baltz ruined Miranda, my girlfriend's life, for a while because he said Dafook on Comedy Bang Bang once, and I thought that was so funny. I said it for like three months. <laughs> Dafook. <laughs> what? Dafook? Hey, Pete um, Fairbanks. Uh, actually, I'm not going to uh, give this information. I was about to say specifically when he was born in relation to my birthday, but I was like, mm. let's not get into that. You don't want to date yourself, Brandon? Are you scared? Oh, no, Sound I definitely involved. dated myself. I'm just I'm just scared to give k- keep giving information because <laughs> you mm. know how you and I are always like, you know, I live right across from this street and this street, <laughs> and we're always like giving away information that's We're going to get doxxed, Brandon. I said, yeah. I said what floor I live on today, I just realized. So, you know. Well, you weren't even <laughs> sure if you remember. You were like sixth or fifth. Five, I don't know. Who knows? Um but yeah, we're it's only a matter of time until we get doxxed and lose our jobs and everything over a podcast with thirty five listeners. So that's exciting, Brandon. But we're gonna have thirty five new friends. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> to hold our heads high. Also, one of those thirty five people better let us live with them when we get doxxed and lose uh, our source of income. Billy uh, the Marxist, what's Bill. your what's your house look like? Scoot huh? on over, buddy. Make room, Brandon and Sam are crashing. All right, Brandon, we're gonna go on to our next segment, sixty second stories. If this is your first time listening to the podcast and you're a big dumb moron. Sixty second stories is where Brandon and I each will tell a story on the podcast that is only allowed to go 60 seconds any longer, and the timer will go off, and you'll be allowed to finish your story. Brandon, how are you feeling today? You got a good story for us lined up? I don't, but I got something for you, so let's do it. My story is also bad, so I don't know if you <laughs> want to go first and tell your bad story. Or yeah, yeah, go first. I'll do it. Why not? Okay, all right, Brandon. And away we go. So this is an overall story of the futility of my softball team, which we've spoken about before, that you were a former member of yes. when you lived in Los Angeles. Yes. So we had a doubleheader this week. I was very excited. The weather was beautiful on Sunday, yesterday. Um, and we had two games. The first one, we we're doing pretty good. You know, we're, we're, we're uh, holding the other team. is called the Base Invaders. Great name. That's uh, a great we're, name. We're holding them off. I played third base for an inning because we had a lot of players trying to rotate everyone. So I played third base. It was first and second. No outs. Um, I get a ball to me, hit very hard, but I managed to grab it. And then instead of going to third base and getting the force out there, okay, I decided smart. to throw it a second because I felt, I felt that uh, that he was going to beat me to it. I okay. throw a little high because we have a short second baseman who you know. Um, yes. Throw a little high. <laughs> it goes in the outfield. And then from that it, that inning on, it totally unravels. And I found out at the time that the, the umpire actually looked at our catcher, Elise, and went, uh, and went, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow, so, we love um, a, we love a mean up. The we love the, a mean up. The umps in the like the greater Los Angeles area uh, that do recreational teams are like the funniest, weirdest people in the entire world. Weirdest people. You remember the guy who was like the stand up? We had the deep voice. Remember that guy? <laughs> Dude, he we had, had the guys, beard. Remember when Miranda just like straight up insulted an umpire once? <laughs> No, but I get I, I that adds up. I don't yeah, <laughs> I don't know what funny. happened exactly. I think I think he said you're out, and she goes you're out. So I guess yeah. that's not really an insult, but you know that's still pretty funny. <laughs> um, damn, Brandon, you got to get that force out. Take the force out when you can. I thought or- he I thought he was closer than, than he was. You know, but it, you know, in the moment when you have the ball and the adrenaline's running, you don't you don't you know you don't think straight. With that being you said, don't. I made a great play in the outfield later in the day. Diving Elon, catch? No, nah, it wasn't diving, but you know okay. it was it was the highest hit. Uh, uh, 
pop-up pop-up i've ever had in my life like i it could was... have eaten the full lunch by the time it came down it was crazy <laughs> dude that's so funny that's like the brian de la cruz foul ball that almost took my head off when i went and saw the game oh, yeah, like a month right. and a half ago that was like the scariest most uh close to a rocket i've ever felt like i've been next to. it was so. a line drive though see mine wasn't a line drive mine was like no pop-up. mine wasn't a line drive i shouldn't use the word rocket my, well i guess it's rocket if it's coming back down maybe it's come you know returning from its trip it's coming mm-hmm. back down. It's a challenger style rocket. No, Brandon. <laughs> challenger style <laughs> rocket. It's a. Uh, it's. It was sorry, all sorry, everyone. You're offending people that were born in like 1972, Brandon. <laughs> Whatever. Older demographic. <laughs> but all right, I'm gonna get to my 60 second story. Mine is much worse than yours, but um, yeah. You ready for it? Yeah. And away, we, we and go. go. So I went to Manhattan. I work in Manhattan, but I, I really don't do a lot of socializing there at all. I go in and I, I do my, my job and I come home, um, maybe occasionally hang out. But we went to a, uh, a bar to watch this uh, Rays-Red Sox game, second game of the series. Um, it's called Standings. It's a really great bar we're in there. Um, afterwards, we're just looking for some time to kill. So we start walking around the East Village, Brandon. I don't know how familiar you are with the with the Manhattan area, but we I'm were a Mets fan. Of course, I know New York. Sorry, <laughs> okay, right. we were hanging out in East Village. Uh, speaking of the Strokes, that's where the Strokes are from, or their uh, claim to fame where they got started. Um, and we're hanging out in East Village, and we go into a bar called the KGB Bar, Brandon. <laughs> it was a commie bar, a KGB bar, and we go in, and we we have to go. I haven't been I haven't been out in Manhattan since before COVID, really. Like I haven't been out to like these like actual capital b bars like in uh in, in over a year well over a year and i go in it's cramped it's loud and i feel so fucking old it's the oldest i've ever felt when i've been going out doing anything i ran out of time um and there's no real conclusion to this story other than i felt old and we went to we went there and it was just like everybody looked 22 and like they had their whole future ahead of them and i'm like i don't belong here <laughs> <I just felt laughs> so, well the youth are so communists now so that's true. And there was an up. upstairs bar that had like a live jazz band. And I was like, ooh, I'll just go poke my head in and see what's going on over there. And I go up there and they look even younger up there, Brandon. I'm like, I'm just losing the my The tweens shit. Yeah. love jazz. They can't <laughs> get enough of Duke Ellington. <laughs> These Zoomers are really making me feel old. Um, Bill Evans, sign them up. They're 12 and they, and they like Dizzy Gillespie. Chet Baker. John Coltrane. <laughs> I know how many of these names can we come up with before you run out. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was kind of my weekend. It was one of my, I, I don't have any plans on doing that again. Well, that's not true. I might want to go show my brother that part of town when my family visits in a couple months, but, uh, or in a month. But um, yeah, so that's kind of my 60 second story. I was like at the kitchen table at Miranda and I was like, I need a story for the podcast and I have nothing. Um, and I, that was the best I could come up with. I didn't do it. I went to a, a dog birthday party this weekend. That was kind of fun. So Dude, you know. that uh, that should have been your story. Who, well, whose dog was it? <laughs> Milo, our good friends Mike and Morgan's dog Milo. He's like a one-year-old Labradoodle. Um, well, I mean, honestly, it could have been a better story because I brought the baseball glove, brought the ball, love to throw the ball around in the park. Um, and you know, dog's birthday party really can only be in one place. It's a park. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> and my friend Mike has a fucking cannon, dude. This guy was launching it, um, really making me feel bad because I I learning I throw a baseball with poor technique because I think I push it forward with my elbow more than I use my shoulder to like kind of whip it. Mm-hmm. And so I like really start to get elbow pain after you like that hand motion really start to get yeah. elbow pain. <laughs> Very bad. <laughs> and uh, if I, if I start throwing too hard and too long, like to the point where one time I was playing softball and I had to just like uh, request to play first base. Cause I like fucked my arm up trying to throw it from center field to, to home. So you, young man, you need Tommy John surgery. Dude, I can I can throw a hundred if I get Tommy John surgery. <laughs> You're gonna be like the kid from uh, the. It's gonna be like the kid from. Rookie of the year. I guess no. I guess you're going to be more like the, uh, fucking Dennis Quaid. I'll be Dennis Quaid and the rookie. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Another that great sad day. that we're more 
We're in more age, we're closer yeah. to the Dennis Quaid than we are because there was no there's no the 19 rookie. year old the the rookie is not 19 I think he's like 12 probably 13 so the yeah. Cubs get the rookie of the year right? and Dennis Den- wait no Dennis which one's Quaid. which one's rookie of the year which one's rookie the rookie is the Dennis Quaid Disney movie Quaid rookie of the year is Cubs is the Chicago kid. Cubs kid okay. comes in and yeah that's the, yeah okay. we'll be watching both of those in the offseason Brandon as we struggle for content obviously <laughs> we're, we're watching the rookie of the year in the background as we're reading our fourth horny romance baseball novel um. <laughs> All right, Brandon, let's move it right along. We're getting close to the hour mark, which is remarkable. I can't believe we did it. But, Brandon, here it comes. The only segment with music, the Grom of the Week. All right, Brandon. The Grom of the Week. Thank you. I was waiting. I was like, Brandon, you didn't give it to us. Give the people what they want. Brandon, why don't you take the honors this time? I normally say the DeGrom of the Week, but this time I want you to take him. So why don't you let us know who our DeGrom of the Week is? Of course, our, our pearl necklace King, Jock Peterson, fresh shoes, blonde hair. Apparently, he's got attitude. He's got confidence now that he, he's on the Braves bench. But he's, <laughs> Brandon he's, hates that. <laughs> and I hate confidence. Um, but he, he's three for three with a with a walk. Uh, with a he didn't have a walk off. Um, no, he did not have a walk off. But he was the only. Did I what write walk off? Did I walk? Like, sorry, the Rays are like kind of doing something right now. It's four to five, top of the Ooh. eight, no outs, and Kiermaier's oh. on second. So I got okay. a little distracted by a Kiermaier double. What did I say? Um, From my lips to the Rays ears, I said, I'm holding my breath for the Rays. Well, yeah, three for go. three. He Not with the walk-off, yeah. The only the only runs of the he game. Had, he had a, a home run in the, in the one uh, game that the Braves lost, and he also had the, the three-run homer today. So incredible. And also confidence. When I asked about the home run, he said, I don't know. I'm just good. Oh, Brandon, I just realized what... Yes, he is just good. Also, that's a great quote. Isn't that... He just like... This cocky looks like Eminem motherfucker coming out here doing that. I've been cursing a little too much. I think I'm going to get a text from my parents if I keep this up. But, <laughs> um, but uh, guess who's up right now, Brandon? To, to to tie the game, maybe win it. Mr. October, Randy Rosarena, dude. Oh. I know, I know. Anyways, um, yeah, Jock Peterson, great performance. Um, yeah, hitting a thousand. Anytime you're hitting a thousand, even with that small of a sample size over three games, like you're doing something right in the playoffs. I wonder so, if he gets a start know. in game four or a possible game five. Uh, ooh, that's a great question. If this had been an AL East podcast, the AL feast, though, I think it would have been Kiki Hernandez, Kike Hernandez, who's the the former Dodger as well. Former Dodger as well. Yeah, great point. Who would have been our uh, our Degrama the week? But all right, Brandon, we're we're just blazing right or wrong. I got to see the end of this Rays game. Uh, we got Feaster Trying Famine, to brush Brandon. me off, bitch. Brandon, stop uh, talking I cursed. already. I'm sorry, dude. Sam's parents. I cursed. I'm sorry. And you called you called their son the B word, dude. You're screwed. <laughs> my parents are gonna be they're knocking gonna, at your they're door. They're gonna call my parents and be like, "Hey, oh my god, the classic uh, get in trouble as a kid move." Why don't you just tell my parents your address now on the podcast so that they can show up and kick your ass? Yeah. No. <laughs> Where in the greater Los Angeles area do you work, Brandon? By the way, mm. I um. I uh, not work live. I realized I I was going to identify the 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 city in Los Angeles or the neighborhood in Los Angeles where we played softball. But I was like, Brand is already sensitive. People showing up. I can't tell him. And also, did you change? Do you still play where I used to live? Uh, yeah, yeah. We still play. Okay. There. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he did I it. D- what? Double. Randy Rosarena just tied, tied the game. game? Holy Ooh. shit! <laughs> fucking Randy. Dude. Dude, this is insane, Mr. October. Oh my God! I'm, so, I'm sorry. I I'm texting my Rays fan. I just did the exact same thing. Randy. Holy shit! Oh my God, Randy, let's go, dude. This is so great. Um, 
Wow, I'm so happy for the Rays fans in my life. Actually, you know what? I started to grow a little animosity for none of them listen to this podcast, so it's fine. But I started to grow a little animosity for my Tampa friends. They're getting a little too, getting a little too heavy. You know what I mean? They're they're getting hey, a little too. Stay cool, my friend. They're about to go to Montreal. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> but then you... they got the Bucks. They got the Bucks who won a Super Bowl last year. And oh, just Tampa friends the in general. Yeah. You're saying okay. they got the Lightning winning like Super uh, Super Bowls. Jesus Christ, what's the matter with me? This Stanley is... Cups left and right, but like this yeah. is in real time. My friend Peter, who we've mentioned before, who's a Rays fan, who's a fan of our podcast. Is well, uh, real time, he said, this team is such a freaking treat to watch, is what he I'm said. I'm very so. jealous that they have a fun team to watch. What's that like? <laughs> I haven't had that in so long. One day. One day, Brandon. Listen, Jesus Sanchez well, came from the Ray system, so I, I'm predicting some good things out of him. But um, all right, Brandon, moving right along after the classic feast or famine. Wait. We didn't do that. We didn't do that. <laughs> Don't try to get rid of it. Bitch. We're so, <laughs> I wait, said it I also, twice. I'm you sorry. You calling me names. You got to stop, man. Uh, why don't you? I'm going to give my feast first. Brandon, feast goes to Tyler Matzik. We already kind of teased this at the top, but the Braves bullpen has been phenomenal so far for them, not allowing uh, no runs, I don't think, so far through the first three games. Um, and Maybe that's wrong. That seems wrong. I don't know. I'm, I'm sticking to that. No runs. Um, lefty reliever. And, and Matzik specifically has pitched three and a third, pitched every single game, and has not allowed a single run, which is all you can ask for for a bullpen arm like that. And that was a guy that did not scare me this year. Whenever he came in the games, I was not scared throughout the regular season, but he's showing up in the playoffs, and that's what counts the most. Kind of agree more. Also, uh, Luke Jackson, honorary mention. I think he's, he's played pretty well as well, pitched pretty well. Yes. as well so the Braves bullpen overall doing good things uh, which was probably like I said a point of contention for the Braves fans my feast yes mentions please. two analyst teams that we haven't talked about at all today we got the Nationals and the Phillies Kevin Long who first off you probably saw him at the Dodgers Cardinals wildcard game with Juan of course, Soto of course. rocking I think they're both rocking Turner and Scherzer jerseys yes that was so cool yeah which was the weirdest? I've never seen a current player sit in the front wearing their team or wearing their team's jersey. I know of another player, and also Scherzer so high five. It was so wild to see. But Kevin Long, apparently, the rumor is 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 going to the Phillies to be their next hitting coach. That's so cool. That's so cool. Very uh, cool. Um, and obviously, it's funny. He's I mean, he's made his way through the league. He was the Mets hitting coach, then went to the Nationals, remade Murphy with the Mets. Uh, Murphy obviously came to the Nationals. Um, and honestly, I mean. The, the Phillies need offensive help past Bryce Harper and and past Bryce Harper, period, yeah, honestly. Really. I mean, Any, Alec Bohm, uh, you know, uh, didn't play well at all this year. Uh, Reese Hoskins was streaky. So it's like, with that being said, though, I know that some people are questioning, hey, why didn't Carter Keeboom or Victor Robles ever break out? Yeah, I know. Well, maybe this guy, maybe Kevin Long can help him. Anybody that like a, a young superstar loves, like wants out to love and Kevin Long, like that gives me a lot of confidence. Like, yeah, the Magic <laughs> just uh, hired a new head coach and he was an assistant for the Dallas Mavericks. Jamal Mosley, I believe his name is. And he uh, he was Luka Doncic. Is that a name you're familiar with in basketball <laughs> world? Of course. What am I, an idiot? I don't know what you know or what you don't know about <laughs> other sports. I don't give you enough credit, though. I, I'll give you that. Um he was a huge fan and, and spoke very highly of him, so we got a lot of confidence in him now that he can okay. kind of turn it or, the ship around. So anytime that there's a there's a, a young coach that that has the love of a superstar young athlete, I'm immediately in. So I agree, I agree. My famine of the week, Brandon, is these low scoring NL East of division baseball playoff games. Man, what's going on here? I'm tired of these like uh, shutouts. I'm tired of the good pitching's great. You know what's better in playoff baseball? phenomenal offense come on let's get the crowds into it let's hear him screaming a little bit that's a, that's can you tell i didn't come up with a great famine this week brandon you just came up with that right off the dome no you did good. Damn right no i you did, did okay good. i did okay brandon whatever my famine um, is uh 
is it seems like it's a pain in the butt to I'm not cursing anymore. I'm not saying the B word. I don't condone the B word. I'm it's not a pain saying the, the A word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying the A word or the B word. Uh, it's an it's it's annoying as heck. As wow. all heck. Uh, okay. It seems to log in and watch baseball on like the three different networks that are hosting the NL and ALDS. Right? I know, dude. It really does. It's such a pain. And then also on my phone, for some reason, it doesn't because I use uh, Xfinity. So like, it, sometimes it's not an option. Yeah. It's just I, so wait, frustrating so to like do, go on these different... You do have cable services, though? Do you no, have like, no, no. access to your parents? No. <laughs> yeah, okay. he's my parents. All Come right. on. We're, okay. we're millennials here. We don't I know, have I know, cable. but I was use wondering. our parents' login. I don't think my parents even have cable. I don't. I mean, shouts out to my parents. Progressive. Uh, I I think they cut the I cut the cable wire, so I don't even have like an account that I can steal. Um, so I'm just like illegally streaming these, inevitably giving my computer some sort of virus or something. But no, because I thought my dad had a stream. I taught my I gave my dad a couple websites and told him to ignore the the weird horny clickbait ads that come with it. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to show you these websites. The ads are going to be questionable. Like, ignore best. it. I thought you said embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, ignore the the hot singles in your area ads. Um, and uh, and now you can have free sports. So I, I, that's kind of the best gift a, a son can give a father. You know what I mean? I agree. I like uh, how you said they cut the cable. Like I picture them holding one of those big like the big uh ribbon cutting scissors and then just like went to their their cable wire and just cut it <laughs> they got the mayor of gainesville yeah the mayor of gainesville yeah oh um, you just said where your I folks just my own parents oh my god well, good news is nobody listens to this podcast so if we set somebody off next year they're gonna really have to dig through a lot of bad content <laughs> to get to what the, the incriminating true, evidence true, true, true. but um all right, Brandon. Well, let's get to our final segment, Feature Future Fans. This is where we get some shout-outs to some people that we uh, we are big fans of and hope will, in return, be big fans of us. And one of the guys we're shouting out, Brandon, is already a kind of a fan He's of ours. He's already a fan. It's Aram Layton, our boy Aram Layton. That's at Aram Layton 8. He's part of Just Baseball, and I've been enjoying a lot of Just Baseball content recently. Um, they just hired Ethan Badowski, who's been a, a great Marlins uh, beat guy for a while. I think he's a college kid still, so uh, pretty impressive stuff coming out of him. That's Ethan he, Badowski. He would probably drink at the KGB bar, you know? I don't even think he might be old enough to drink at the KGB Whoa, bar. Whoa, okay. Yeah, so at Ethan Badowski, uh, B-U-D-O-W-S-K-Y. And then we got Peter Appel. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, my friend. I don't, I've never heard your last name pronounced, but you do uh, Not Gambling Advice on TikTok, one of the better segments on TikTok, um, on the Just Baseball TikTok. Also, the TikTok account that in, uh, influenced us to get a TikTok, Brandon. Oh, my God. Did you just hear that? Sound like a train. Um, uh, Peter, your your boy Aram told us to get a TikTok, and we fucking... Uh, God, stop cursing. We went viral. <laughs> I had a TikTok with over a 1,000 likes today, so it kind of felt like I accomplished something. Um, and then last but not least... We got Jack McMullen, uh, Jack underscore McMullen, M-C-M-U-L-L-E-N 11 at the end of that. Um, yeah, also get some clips of you on TikTok. Just, uh, I think they're doing a lot of good stuff over there. I thought we'd give them all a shout out. Great work. Thank you for, for, for bringing up those people. <laughs> yeah buddy uh you're welcome uh finally brandon we normally get to uh uh emails or podcast reviews i'm 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 optimistically checking my phone right now let's see if we got any reviews this week brandon and for failure. no Brittany is writing a review is still the last review we got in july throw us a fucking bone here oh my god <laughs> stop cursing <laughs> my god <laughs> God, I get man. too excited, Brandon. I get too excited. I'm checking our email at NL Feast Pod right now. Did we get any emails? Not a single email, Brandon. We're on a hell of a uh, of a hot streak. No, right stop now. cursing. <laughs> We're on a damn hot streak right now, Brandon. Um, That's yeah, heckin' dude. right. We are. 
I don't know what we're gonna do, but uh, we got we, we we put out a tweet today just begging, just begging for something, and I didn't get anybody but our own Twitter account liking it. So not not optimistic that we're gonna be getting any reviews or emails anytime soon. But you know what can you do? People are sick of our crap. <laughs> I think they're understandably very sick of our crap. But Brandon, that's all I can think of. I think we've reached the end of our podcast. Hey, let's see. The next week, the playoffs are going to look a lot different. So we're going to have some more interesting stories, interesting walk-offs. Hey, stay tuned here to the Edel Feast podcast. We're <laughs> we're here twenty four seven. Seven days a week to cover all your baseball needs. Hit us up. Follow us at NL Feast on Twitter as well as at NL Feast on TikTok. Yes, buddy. Yes. Um, Sam, hit us with your with your handle. Follow me at NL Feast Sam on Twitter. And I think that's all the things I want to plug. Yes, follow us on our TikTok. We actually made one good TikTok, so go check it out. Um, and I, no, and, no, that sounds insulting. Brandon makes great TikToks. They just, the people don't love them for some Fuck reason. Fuck this They're... guy. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, got to stop cursing. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but I think that's it, Brandon. Anything else before we get out of here? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>